Welcome to the Western Shop. This is Lord Extra Cooler, and welcome to the Extra Cooler Show. Nobody eats beefaroni on a boat, man. That's a problem. <laughs> right, so, uh, right, so, what's in the cooler? Oh, <laughs> just blew my mind. <laughs> the rhino, the rhino's on ya. Extra credit. Sports, 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 sports side heater. Extra credit. Welcome to the Extra Cooler Show. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Extra Cooler Show. My name is Nick, otherwise known as Extra Cooler. This week, I am joined by Jim, Matt, and Mike. And we are here to kick off summer, uh, the summer of the Extra Cooler Show, if you will. And uh, we're going to be covering Bash at the Beach 1997 and SummerSlam 1997. We're going to be doing a little bit of a compare and contrast of what's going on in, in both promotions um, in a four parts. So tonight is part one, where we'll be focusing on the first half of Bash at the Beach 1997. All right. Um, this takes place July 13th, 1997 from Daytona, Florida. It is the same place um, where the, the previous Bash at the Beach, the infamous, you know, Hogan turning uh, and and becoming a bad guy. Um, so before we dive right into the card, uh, don't forget, you can find us on Instagram at Extra Cooler and over on Twitter at Extra Cooler Show. Don't forget, I say it every week, join the Discord. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of conversation going on uh, based on, you know, the WCW timeline of 1997 so before we dive into the card itself i want to give you guys a little bit of an idea of what's going on in wwf because as as we say every time we cover a wcw event um we are not wcw marks so this is like watching it with fresh eyes it is it's exactly like it <laughs> um so in in comparison in wwf in june of 1997, uh, about a month earlier, uh, Triple H became the king of the ring. And we are one week removed from one of the greatest WWF pay-per-views, in my opinion. Do you guys know which one it is? It's when Mike Tyson bit Evander Holyfield's ear. Right? <laughs> Fully loaded? <laughs> no, uh, we're a week removed from In Your House Canadian Stampede. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, yes. was, that was one week before this. Um, huh. and the, the raw that takes place, uh, the night after this event, uh, features matches from Ivan and Scott Putsky versus Brian Christopher and Jerry Lawler. Excellent. We've, we've got Los Bariquas on the card with the headbangers. We've got Ken Shamrock versus Jim Neinhart. We've got Vader versus Flash Funk. Uh, and the, the important part of this raw and the reason why i bring it up is because this is the night that dude love and stone cold teamed up to defeat the heart foundation to win the then vacant wwf tag team champions underrated Shit. moment right there right thank Agreed. god that was on a card with the uh the putskis on there as well, <laughs> yeah <laughs> i almost forgot about the, the putskis not not gonna lie <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right so that's just to give you guys a little bit of an idea of what's going on in wwf before we dive into uh, Bash at the Beach 1997. So before we do that, um, let's kick off things with what's in everybody's cooler. This week, 
I, I brought Old Faithful uh, to the party, some tequila and club, and it's a grapefruit flavor club. And uh, yeah, summer's kicking off, man. I got two days of school left. Oh, man. Let's go. Two days and then it's Tequila City. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Kicking it off early for sure. <laughs> Matt, what do you got? I traveled down the sloop train yet again. And I talked about the bomb box that they recently put out, that mix pack. And uh I, I had to finish it off. So I have the sloop mosaic bomb this week. Um, you know, I looked it up on untapped, and if anybody is a beer snob like me or a hop head like me, um, go check out untapped. It's essentially like a four square almost. If you remember that of like being able to check in beers and it's a social network. Um, you can find me there at Matt's in the cooler, same as, as always. Um, but man, this, this has a 4.04 as a rating out of five. And anytime that it's above a three, seven, five, I'm like, all right, this is an excellent beer. So, uh, the mosaic bomb from sloop does not disappoint. That's for sure. A six and a half percenter, uh, and the last out of my bomb box for the single hop series. So cheers everyone. And excellent. Uh, right on. Excellent. I played golf the other day and we had some juice bombs on the course. It was that excellent, good. excellent Beautiful. beer to have on the course. A plus Especially day with, right there. Yeah. With that little, that citrus flavor at uh, you know, nine o'clock in the morning is, is amazing. <laughs> I, I like played golf too, almost. Uh, on, on Monday as well, just like you did. And uh, I went Stella as my beer of choice that day. All right. Not in the bottle for you. I know you're, no, not, a gr- no you're not a green bottle guy. No. Green <laughs> bottles need to go away. <laughs> Uh, Mike, what did you bring? Uh, I double dipped in the sloop uh, pool, triple, if you will, triple dipped, Mm. triple dip. Yeah, both those guys had sloop, right? I got the tequila. Yeah, it's got a little Monday. My bad, man. Tequila. So yeah, with I uh, actually had this a few weeks ago. Simcoe Motuka Bomb. All right, it's a it's a solid uh, IPA. It's in the bomb series, um, 6.5%. And, you know, this is also one of those highly rated beers, uh, not only by myself, on uh, Untapped as well. Hell yeah. Um, Matt, and, didn't uh, you have that last week? No. So no. I had just the straight have? up Citra Bomb. He's got the, oh, right. the, the combination of Citra oh, Combo style. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Street Fighter nice. combo. <laughs> what you got, combo? <laughs> yeah. This is this is why I love going to the brewery too, because they always have those on tap and it feels like they're, right. they're even better. And you, you could play uh, Street Fighter floor. probably if you want. They got the arcades there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anytime you find it on WrestleFest in there, you can pretty much tell that we were there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Jim, what about you? So I've got a uh, a beer from Beer Tree Brew, which is located in Johnson City, New York. Does anyone know where that is? Actually, I think that's by Binghamton. Okay. Yeah, that that it's makes definitely sense. like in and around right. where your bachelor party was. Mine? Oh, oh, no, yeah. Jim's. Yeah, Johnson City. Every bachelor party. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I've got it's this one's called a Super Soaker. It's got a really cool can. It's like very '90s style. Yeah, it's got awesome. These, those, that is yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's a double New England style IPA, eight point one percent. It's pretty good. I like it. Um, not the best one I've ever had, but it does the trick. Awesome, awesome. I'm I'm really excited to be doing this, um, kicking off summer with some summer wrestling. Uh, so let's dive in to Bash at the Beach, 
1997, July 13th. Um, things kick off with very WCW-esque music and a video recap of NWO and Rodman giving uh, the Giant and Lex Luger a, a beatdown. Um, kicks off with the first words from the Giant, listen up loud and clear. <laughs> and I'm I'm just like, it's one of those moments that happens <laughs> live on television. It's like, okay. But then the fact that they went and reused it and like, just listen to those words. I like rewound. I was like, wait, did you just say it to listen up loud and clear? That, that I'm pretty sure that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And then I'm like sitting nope. there, am I going crazy right now? Yeah, you know what? Let's lead our pay-per-view off with that. How about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what goes around comes around. Uh, wow. Wow, I am... Not so excited for this main event. Uh, <laughs> you have to imagine that they have like a uh, him coaching to have that like super deep voice and sound has like to. a giant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's got to be the uh, the coaching there, right? The WCW video packages have always been trash, and yeah, <laughs> always will be trash. You know, now, in in comparison, to I was going to say, are they trash or are they just not WWF? Packages. No, they're trash. <laughs> a little bit, of, a little bit of both. They are trash. Both. Yeah, mind um, you, like th- yeah. this point in time, like they are, they're destroying WWF in the ratings. Like we haven't gone full blown Attitude Era right now. Yeah, no way. I think that's a lot to do with just the NWO in general, though. Yeah, but right. They're they're succeeding with that fight despite a lack of. Uh, good stuff right. in other areas well right. think about wf has stone cold obviously and he's huge like even at this point he's a you know supernova star but think about that raw card you said that was on the next night like that's right mm, that's not very inspiring no that's also trash yeah yeah, yeah it is it is trash right <laughs> yeah. right hitman's the champ with that said time, uh, do you feel uh, like no, uh, undertaker taker is taker is still yeah until SummerSlam. um do you feel like the Rodman thing is an answer to Mike Tyson? I believe it was. Right? In, in, like, to a certain extent, I believe it was. Um, and I forget I'm sorry, where I got I, that backwards. No, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no. no, Tyson is like more of a... Is right, a, ty- right. Tyson. Yeah. Oh, Tyson being brought into WWF, yes. Yeah, like they're bringing in these celebrities from like the athletic world, which right. is kind of like a throwback to what they did in the 80s, but... Right. Yeah, it's very interesting time. Like, they're, they definitely, like, it's... I think the crazy part about following this year and this summer in particular is like the tide is slowly starting to shift, at least in my opinion. Um, So let's, let's, let's just get down to it. All right. We got Tony Schiavone, Dusty and Bobby the Brain Heenan on commentary tonight. Two Um, out of three looking very, Bash at the beach, yeah. beach chest. What's but Dusty's problem? One, yeah, yeah, what is Dusty's problem? Dressed like he's going to a funeral. Yeah, he's got the lay on. He's got the lay on. Give me one of those dollar store. Lay <laughs> <on>. Dollar store <laughs> lay. <laughs> Give me those like 50 for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? He's in all black. Like, come on, man. You couldn't get him a Hawaiian shirt for this event? He's going clubbing yeah. afterwards. That guy has like the ideal Hawaiian shirt body type. So, right. Like, <laughs> Without oh, a right. doubt. Oh. He's gonna have his belly buttons gonna be peeking through like uh, you know between the hole you know like <laughs> yeah, at the bottom yeah, when they sit down yep. <laughs> yeah oh yeah Jesus. I, I do appreciate the the megalodon style shark that's on the uh, on the table oh there. yeah 
And how about the graphics? You guys like the? Uh, it looks like a Nintendo sixty four, like it Wave really Runner sixty four. I think the game was. Oh, yes. Wave Runner sixty four. <laughs> Good call. I didn't put that one together, but that's spot on, man. <laughs> Speaking of video games, the night uh, kicks off with our first match, and it's uh, Mortis and Wrath with James Vandenberg versus <laughs> Glacier and, and and Ernest Miller. All right. Yeah, well. So wait. So I. This is that's why I'm going to say this with video games. All right. It's right out of Mortal Kombat. God, yeah, no, you gotta God go. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat came out in 1992, right? Five years before this. Mortal Kombat 2, 93. Mortal Kombat 3 in 95. Here we are in 1997, and WCW is delivering us with a match filled with Mortal Kombat chase <laughs> characters. Mortal Kombat Annihilation had just came out. <laughs> what is going on? You know what the kids love? Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, yeah they still then. like that, right? Yeah, they like. You that. can argue that the cat is pretty much Johnny Cage. Yeah, I can yeah. go with that. This is true. Glacier is obviously Sub Zero. Yeah, yeah it doesn't and take then, a genius to put that one together. <laughs> <laughs> Wrath and Mortis uh, just fill in the blanks here. Yeah, where's where's uh, Mortal Kombat take place? Outer World. Do any of these guys hail from there? That would have been a, a little too on the oh, nose. Man. I think. Yeah, good one. It's. Glacier's got the snow when he comes out. Uh, he needs the cat to help him. Cat is undefeated, right? Or Glacier's undefeated up until this point. This is the, the cat's <laughs> yeah. first match in WCW. Um, and, and man, it's just this is one so of the most weird. expensive entrances of all time, right? Did you read about that? No, I did not. Yeah, Glacier's entrance was like uh, the budget was for it was huge. It was crazy with the light show and. <laughs> I guess the confetti's not that expensive. But. They hyped him for a really long time, actually. And guess when he made his debut? When? On a WCW, uh, what's it called? I thought you were um, going to say on Scorpion's birthday or something. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I don't know. It was on WCW, uh, I think just called Pro. It's a Saturday morning show. Yikes. Oh, Jesus. Like, that's Later. when he made his actual debut. Because he's a cartoon. Yeah, gotta be. You're Maybe, right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, even yeah, his yeah. Wikipedia says that uh, Glacier, a gimmick similar to Mortal Kombat character oh, Sub Zero, <laughs> was introduced via a series of vignettes during oh. WCW programming that featured the tagline "Blood runs cold." <laughs> yes, blood runs cold. <laughs> Who's and, the uh, asshole with the goddamn laser? By the way, all right, like yeah, he's shining on these guys throughout the entire night. Oh, it's so ninety-seven. It, Oh, it totally is. It's a laser pointer, not the laser yes. show that Glacier is. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry. Now, you're lucky enough that. to see. In kayfabe, kayfab? <laughs> you had it right the first time. Kayfabe. <laughs> uh, the cat is Ernest, uh, Ernest Miller. He's Eric Bischoff's son's karate teacher. Uh, oh, I did nice. not know that. That's incredible. <laughs> so choke on that. There you go. He's got choke on that. He's got the he's got Bischoff five. So I could see where Bischoff's the Bischoff yeah. family learned their moves from. Yeah, don't get the don't we don't need the gi. We're gonna dress you up in leopard. Yeah, elite. Yeah, and he's not wearing the uh what's what's the uh button down uh, that Bischoff's a fan of? <laughs> the European collar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in in the ring, in uh action-wise, it's literally just cat like throwing kicks left and right. And I was like, oh, what is this shit gonna be? This match is gonna be terrible. I I did not think this match was incredibly awful, um, to be honest. Yeah, for a match with Adam Bomb involved. Crowd right. is actually really into that, it. Very yeah. much so very much into it and adam bomb the craziest part is 
I, I don't know why I remember this, but when we covered him in that squash match versus Earthquake at WrestleMania 10, he is like skin of a hot dog. This guy <laughs> has not seen the sun in in days, it looks like, on this card in comparison. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. And uh, and I always get them confused. Mortis is Canyon and Wrath is Adam Bomb. Correct. correct? Yeah. So uh, just the fact that Canyon's under that mask, he can move. He can He's move. really good, man. Yeah, what was he, the innovator of offense? He called himself something like that at some point. He, um, My favorite part of this match is where Mortis gets dropped on the ropes, uh, Johnson City first. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I was, it made me think of, you know, he's like in this like skeleton gear, like a monster. And it made me think of, uh, what's the movie, The Monster Squad? Yes, remember like yes. the Wolfman? And it's like, <laughs> drop him on his nards. <laughs> yeah. Mortis doesn't have nards. And it's like, <laughs> Mortis has nards. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jeez. It's uh it's, all right. So this match back and forth. One of the interesting parts is uh Wrath with like the first ever reverse Boston crab. Did you yes. catch that? That was weird. I, the commentators like almost didn't know how to like discuss it at all. <laughs> I know it down in my notes because I want somebody to use that now. That's a really right. cool move. And but then he looked like he struggled. Up. He looked like he struggled to put it on. Yeah, maybe that's why people aren't using it. And then uh and then was it Wrath that drops the the yeah, leg, leg drop, drop on the back of this dude's neck? I was like, yeah. geez. Yeah. <laughs> there were a couple of spots throughout this there card. Were. I'm sure we'll talk about more that were a little uh, cringy. Like, ooh. Yeah. Without a guys, doubt. Do you guys like, um, well, I, I know Mikey Workrate kind of glossed off over this, but he was kind of a Glacier fan back in the day, if I remember correctly. Not. Yes, you were. I was not. Yes, you were. <laughs> oh, I man. was absolutely not. <laughs> we're we're going to take you to extra cooler court here, and we're going to have to yeah. figure this one out. Da, da, da. But but anyway, forget that. Um, does he, his mannerisms in the ring, his kind of, uh, his little, I'm, his taunts, they remind me of Ben Stiller's character in Dodgeball, which I think his name is White Goodman. Like he's like always doing like this kind of thing. Like, yeah, yes, yeah. his hands are always out like ah, yeah, every yeah. time he taunts. Yeah, watch him next time again. He's he's very White Goodman esque. Right. So to just to give you a gist of what happens, a lot of back and forth, a lot of kicks from the cat and and Glacier. There's a brutal right. spot on the outside. Well, this is uh, they. What is uh, one of the guys' wrath? I think holds a chair up oh, between yes. uh, uh, Glacier's yep. head and the ring post. Yeah, and Mortis kicks the chair into his head, and it his head like ricochets off yeah. the ring post. It's <laughs> it nasty. Looks ugly. Yeah, there's two spots in this match that were cringe. Like, ooh. <laughs> so uh, to to cap up things on this match, we've got a uh, Vandenberg on the apron to distract the ref. Who Glacier? No, that's again, Vanderbeek. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. Vanderbeek. <laughs> All right. So we've got uh sorry, the cat is delivering kick after kick, and he and Wrath take each other out of the match. Glacier gains his advantage uh over Mortis, and the ref isn't looking, and James Vandenberg wraps a chain around Mortis's foot, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, but. and then then from there, Vandenberg hops on the apron, distracts the ref, and uh Glacier takes a super kick. Um, with that chain to the face you're glossing over the best wcw part of this so what's that he's got the pin and he's 
sitting there, uh, Vanderbeek, Vanderberg puts the chain on his foot. Then he lifts his foot and puts it on the rope <laughs> and then draws attention to said foot yeah. when he's like, ref, look, his foot's on the rope. Like this, this pin has to stop, but there's a chain now yeah. attached to Mortis's foot. It's so sloppy. Like, Hey, look what I put on his foot. Yeah, to be fair, though, the chain looks it looks like one of those chains like your mom hung a spider plant from the singer ceiling from, though. It's like the weakest chain of all time. Rest probably whatever. (laughs) The spider plant. I didn't even notice it. (laughs) Everyone, everyone is seeing that picture in their head right now. If it's not your mother, your grandma definitely had one of those. Yeah, you brought it home from school, and here you go. Mom, here's a <laughs> dollar plant. It's just, it costs the same as Dusty Rose's lay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Got it at the same store. Mortis, <laughs> yeah. Mortis catches Glacier uh, with his own move, takes a, a kick to the solar plexus Ooh. with that chain, which is solar plexus like a term that they only use in wrestling? Because between that <laughs> and the lower lumbar region. Bodybuilding, maybe? <laughs> just like, our, I feel like I've never heard those two phrases anywhere but in wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, does your doctor ever, uh, you know, like, let me, uh, let me uh, put my stethoscope on your solar plexus. <laughs> I'm going to ask my doctor to do that next yeah. time. Yeah. I need to, can you thoroughly examine my solar plexus, please? Exactly. Check, check out the lower lumbar region while you're there, too. <laughs> Mid, midsection is another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah my, midsection. Uh, my son and I were watching wrestling recently and uh, then he goes and he throws his stuffed animal around and he's wrestling and I hear him annou- uh, commentating out loud and goes, Oh, to the midsection. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Vandenberg and, and his boys, they finally busted that block of ice as he lets us know outside <laughs> of the ring. <laughs> it's uh Man, it's and then we get the the classic WCW slow motion recap, which oh, is man. is just I typical. I like the uh, the Mortis music at the end because the Wrath music on the way in sucked. The yeah, Mortis really music did. is like uh, Castlevania shit. I was it really that. did. Yes, oh, another good one. My favorite part though, the finish is afterwards. The cat is kneeling over Glacier, like with his arms up, going, Why? Like, <laughs> yeah, like he, yeah. he looks like uh, Nick Cage holding the flares at the end of yeah. the rock. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, yeah, that's because Shang Tsung's about to come and steal his soul. Or that, is that his name? Yeah. Mikey? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Thank you. Goro is going to make an appearance. Sorry, Goro's gonna... coming. <laughs> All right, we head, we, we head backstage with Diamond Dallas Page uh, with an intern taking questions off of WCWWrestling.com. And uh, the, the first question comes from I Love Cows in Be- Beverly Hills, Michigan. And he wants to know, who is your mystery partner going to be? Uh, Diamond Dallas Page lets us know that Diamond Dallas dad is not going D-D-D. to be his partner. Yeah, DDD, like sitting right behind him. I'm like, who is this guy? <laughs> like, uh, he shows how li- little I know about WCW. Was that guy in the storyline at all? No, I don't think so. Okay. All right. Sorry. So anyway, let's move on to our next match of the night. Um, that first match went, went long, almost 10 minutes. Uh, our next match is Chris Jericho who is the WCW Cruiserweight Champion, and he is facing off against the Ultimate Dragon. Mm. I mean, Yeah, what's up with that? Someone, <laughs> does anyone have a background on that for me? I don't know. They go back he, and it, forth with that, I think. Do they yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. They're like referring to him 
as Ultimo Dragon, but also the ultimate dragon and the graphic reads. He gets scared of his own pyro (laughs) and it reads the graphic is the ultimate dragon. It's it's sloppy. So there's a distinct difference between WCW pyro and WWF pyro at the time, because I feel like WCW always used this, the, like the screaming ones. There's the yeah. pop, 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 the flash. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. And all of those. That was, that was really, really good. That was really bad. Was. I don't know. Oh, I felt, liked it. it. It felt bad. Uh, <laughs> but that's when Ultimo Dragon is like, what in the world? Like he turns, snaps his head around really quickly. Oh man. It, it was, it was weird, but they always had the screeching whine, whiny uh, fireworks. And I don't, I don't like it. I don't approve. I'm sure this is something that is just me or maybe it's not just me. Um, you guys can let me know and anybody else that's listening can let me know. It just really pisses me off in a wrestling match when like two guys go into it, right? You know, you're going to be wrestling each other. You can't coordinate goddamn ring gear. Like these two are wearing, yeah, they're wearing like matching colors. I I don't know. And it still happens to this day. I watch matches and I'm like, why are you wearing the same colors? Like it's special. You're both wearing special ring gear. And it's it's very frustrating to, to each other. Um, so Jericho won this title right from six. Yeah, I believe right. Yeah, um, they're talking about it during the match. What a shame! That would have been a cool match to have seen on this yeah. card, if you ask yeah. me. Yeah, this. I mean, this match is awesome. It right? is. Oh, yeah. without a doubt, it is. But I think yes. it just would have been cool to see like this 1997 version of Jericho versus six. Yeah, um, maybe he was hurt. That's my guess. Um, I feel like he's almost always hurt. At, yeah. Or, Induct- like a yeah. good stretch here, and he's hurt when he starts WWF, right? Like yeah. a year less than a year later. Um, this match is peak laser pointer, by the way. Uh, at one point, it's get that guy out of here. How is security not removed him? I, they, uh-huh. they hadn't. They it's weren't like, on top of it just yet. I don't know. They're like, oh, what are we gonna do about these right. laser pointers? <laughs> right, right. How do we Pretty get him soon? Out? It's like. 900 people in the crowd have them when they announce it. Yeah, they say like you're, yeah, they start to threaten you before the show, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you're right. It says like on the ticket, like the Ticketmaster ticket was always used to print out no laser pointers. (laughs) Yes, right. And it had to be because they like time period. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you could get that stuff at Spencer's Gifts too. Yeah, yeah. I always wanted one. Uh, all right, so this is this is a fun match, as we said. These guys go back and forth um, throughout it. We have our first blunder, though, when uh, Ultimo Dragon goes up on the outside uh, of the, the turnbuckle, and uh, Jericho is right there with him and goes to deliver a, a drop kick, and it, he misses by, like, a good foot, but Ultimo still takes the bump, and it's it's ugly. This match is botch city, man. I it's really like... It starts out really super technical and it's fun to watch them. And they go through the classic like Japanese style, like every they're thinking the same exact thing. They're doing the same moves. They both go for the drop kick at the end and then pop right up in like the ready stance. And they're expecting the crowd to clap and like six people do. Right. It starts out super technical and then it gets into that weird spot that you're talking about. And I looked at it as Ultimo Dragon, like falling backwards and he was to blame for the missed spot, maybe just because I'm a Jericho-holic and maybe that's why. But it looked like Ultimo Dragon was just like, I'm going to not take this move and bail out a little early. And that's how the, the announced team sells it as well. They're like, oh, he dodged that move. That, yes. Which is maybe kind of they picked it up. They, the they, yeah, they worked it. They did it. They worked it, I think. You know, Tanae's not on this commentary, right? 
No. He is. He's in on this, this match. Match? Okay, not no, in this match, I don't think. Oh. They love to do that. He comes and goes, right? Yeah, it's confusing. He should be on this. That's right, because he doesn't Maybe start he is. the card. I don't know. I don't know. So Whatever. one thing I forgot to do uh, b- before we continue talking, unless if anybody has a spot to talk about with this match. There was one Bobby Heenan line that I really loved. And I feel like the commentary was lackluster in the first half yes. of this pay-per-view. I feel like with the commentary team of Dusty Rhodes, um, Shivani, and Bobby Heenan, it should be tons of fun and quotable moments. I like saw this right out the gate and I was like, this is going to be awesome. But uh, <laughs> I think Shivani's calling, that's called a tiger driver in Japan. And Heenan quickly quips right back is that like a phillips and it like it popped yeah, yeah. me right away <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he didn't still got it it doesn't he hit does. the same in i think he's WWE i think he sleepwalks time, but... a bit through like he's not like there for every moment like he very agreed, good description you know? yeah uh, sleepwalk is perfect it feels yeah. like he's going through the motions you're right yeah is this crowd gassed from uh wrath and morris they because <laughs> they really are they're like really hyped for that match and now this match comes along and it's almost like they don't know how to handle this type of match it's daytona beach you know they're drinking like crazy mixed drinks down there i don't yeah. know about these people <laughs> they're doing you notice the people earlier doing like the arsenio hall woo, woo, yes woo. Yeah. 1997 <laughs> man. i have that written down yeah. that's arsenio, listen, hey, hey that's their target audience with that mortal combat crowd yeah, you know? sure. <laughs> these guys are six years behind so yeah it adds up um so before we do it, uh, I want to give cans and cooler to every match, and I forgot sure. to have us do it for the previous match. Um, so I'm going to start us off, and again, we're going to do it out of five. I give Wrath uh, and Mortis's victory uh, three cans in the cooler. I was very much entertained. I'm with you on that. I agree. I think it's a three. Like it's it was fun. I like I went in like oh god this yeah, and then I was exactly. like yeah, I had fun. yeah. It was, right, it was worth entertaining watching. spots. Yeah. I think Not too the long. crowd helped that yes. a lot. If the crowd was dead, like for this match, I'd probably give it like a two out of five. But I say three out of five also. We well, you know in yeah. Canyon Canyon's good. Canyon can wrestle, and he so, can. And Ernest the Cat can, has some moves in there, right? He's a good yeah. striker. Like he looked right. good. Like I, it was fun. I go two and a half. I'm gonna be the low guy here. It was <laughs> about the finish. I didn't like it. I talk about uh, you know suspending disbelief, right? So uh, the the finish with pointing the chain out and then it being ignored. Two yeah, and someone a half. did someone didn't think things through. I was I was ready to go for three. That's uh, <laughs> always the case in WCW. All right, so back to, hey, to what'd you give it, Mikey? You give it three also. Oh, you gave it a three. You what you would have given it more if uh, Glacier didn't bleed his own blood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <All right. laughs> He bleeds um, blue, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> blue Gatorade that Jim was drinking yes. like two two episodes ago. I was actually um, drinking. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So let's go back to Jericho and, and ultimate dra- the ultimate dragon. Um, and let's give this ca- match cans in the cooler. Uh, Matt's going to obviously give it a five because he's a Jericho guy. No. Matt, you can go first since you went last. I'm expecting to be high on this one. I I really enjoyed this match, even though there were some botches along the way. And sure, maybe Jericho gives them an an extra little boost. But I went three and a half stars on our cans in the cooler on this one. Uh, I I liked that it was this lucha Japanese style match. Uh, It's something that like I feel like you don't see a ton of. Um, No. And then 
you know, you, you get a ton of Jericho yelling, come on, baby. Yes. Like, yes. That's, that's got it. That's giving you some extra, yep. some extra stuff. Young there. Jericho does not have the, the, uh, the mic skills. I mean, no. it, I mean, it was in match, but still it's like, Oh boy, Jericho's I, figuring it out still. And I really like the finish too. There was like reversal after reversal yeah. after reversal. And then they each have know, an answer for each the other. Victory roll one, two, three. And it felt like it was kind of like that throughout the entire match back and forth. So I really liked it. Three and a half cans in the cooler. They had the right idea when with that one spot where Jericho goes to hit the lion salt and takes a drop kick. But I feel like the delivery wasn't as good as something you would see now out of mm-hmm. like like the the classic uh, Adam Cole and Ricochet spot yes. um, from a few years ago. Like the, yes. the guys now know how to just hit those type of moves. But it's cool to see this back in 1997. So I'm with you. I had it at three and a half cans nice. in the cooler as well. Jericho does go for an insane amount of springboard moves and throughout yeah. this entire match. Like Jer- I- is Jericho a face during this? Yeah. yeah. He is, right? Right now, yeah. Has he had a heel run in WCW at this point? No, I don't think no, so. He started right? as a face. face. He's pretty yeah. That's right. You'll know, you know when he's a heel. Yeah. That he's got the high top uh, you know, yes. little pony yeah, there. Little, yeah. Yeah. Come on, baby. I'm I'm with away. you guys on the three and a half. It's fun. You know what Meltzer gave it? Did he give it higher? What like- yeah. Guess. four and a half or something four and a quarter four and a quarter yeah wow he liked these early matches on this card this yeah was the, this is the high water mark of uh the pay-per-view of course i got so. that extra quarter for the Meltzer. referee maybe the i give it, I give it three mustache. and a quarter actually i'll, right. go, three I'll go a quarter less three, oh, three and a quarter okay three and a quarter. i feel like they called this match like on the fly oh I yeah can, all right that's i nice. can see that I, if they like plan this out better and like connected a lot more on like these mm-hmm. these moves, I, I feel like it could have been like definitely like a four, four and a half. Oh, without but a doubt. I wonder if Mikey Workrate speaks uh, English. Mm. Yeah, I he, don't know. They say he doesn't in the match, right? They're like that's what oh. they, they talk about that a lot. How he's there's well, maybe that's why when you fight, baby, you don't need to speak English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody, somebody get mean jeans. Some of those I, dollar store lays right now believe? because he's on the he's on there ready to tell us about the hotline. <laughs> I think he's he's wearing two mean he jeans. Is. Can you believe Mikey Workrate is the Workrate snob of this match? I know. I'm really <laughs> surprised. <laughs> if anything, well, this I think is a lot of botches, bro. I thought you would give it like a higher because you used to love being Ultimo Dragon and uh, again I'm gonna say N64 at the games when he could do the little spot on top of the turnbuckles on his head, you know? Yeah, the taunt there. The taunt. Yeah, do that in the game. It was awesome. That was really cool. (laughs) Five stars. Five stars. All right, we got Mean Gene and he's got those lays. uh, And uh, he says there's some people in the building that shouldn't be there. The only way to find out. It's called a hotline for a dollar fifty nine a minute. What does that look like now? Like nine dollars, right? If you were to call oh, a yeah. nine hundred hotline, um, this this like, call a nine hundred hotline on the show, right? Oh, it's goodness. I love how it's got the big thing blanked out, yeah. like uh, not in service or whatever it says. Um, and Mean Gene walks down to ringside. He walks over to Raven, and Steve Richards is there with him. Uh, Gene asks him him about his intentions in wcw raven says that trust hate love and faith are things he doesn't understand it's like what is going on here he continues like rattling off a poem uh rhyming words before speculating that uh he might be the partner for diamond dallas page um 
He ignores me and Gene at first. It's yeah, it's weird. And Mean Gene goes, "Don't Mike to name me, pal." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not allowed to talk shit about Jimmy Polo here. Like, hey, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. It's uh, I like it how like Richard, like Stevie Richard, stands up and starts talking to Mean Gene and lets it slip about a big announcement tomorrow on Nitro, um, and then he gets knocked out by Raven. <laughs> it's like. These guys are that wild was, animals. That was a really good worker's punch. Like it was. He, it, it was kind of like a backhand. It was kind of like a big old slap. I, I don't know, but it was it was really believable and, and looked really good in the moment. But I I love Raven. I really love Raven and all of this laissez faire, I don't I don't care attitude. I like I, I really dig it. And uh, you know, the poems are are strange, but I feel like that's on purpose and i oh without I, a doubt i back raven man i yeah, back it's like it 100 it's like a late 90s uh lenny the genius pafo um yeah even not flow really, not sure. really but uh, but you know i watched um when we were gonna do i forget what homework it was it was an ecw match i think i was researching matches on my own and i covered i watched um it was uh stevie and raven uh fighting in Middletown or something like that, the like some outdoor oh, yeah. crazy thing. And I was like, oh man, these guys are awesome. And it's so close to, to yeah. when they come over here. So it's just interesting to see them. It really that's is. The same exact, they look exactly the same as they did in ECW. And they, you know, Stevie with his crop top and short shorts. It's really, oh my God. Yeah. It's such a funny, like the two of them are, are great. Like, and, uh, you know, I wish I watched more of WCW at this time. Just any, no, I agree. It's really interesting too, because I feel like, uh, they're like the NWO is like, there's so many NWO shirts. I mean, how could you not it, between that and Austin 316? Yeah. Uh, it's just cool. It's cool to see that in the crowd. Um, all right. Next up, we've got the Steiner brothers versus the great Muda and. Uh, Masahiro Chono. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. I lost my place. I thought, you, I, I, thought I really thought it froze for a second. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I lost my Me place. Um, say, oh, they are representing the NWO from Japan. And um, it, it, this is bizarre. This is like the stuff out of WCW that I feel like I had no clue was happening. I got you. And didn't really understand any of it. So, so yeah, go. yeah, go ahead. At the time, you, at the you. time, I know a little bit of it now. Um, but like uh, thinking of it as a kid, like that there's like a NWO in Japan that's being represented. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. The um, great Muda's entrance gear is really cool with like the dragon is. and the big yep. old mask, and then big time. takes the mask off, and it's just completely black with white NWO and New World Order written around his chin line, like it. It was a big letdown once he took off that ring gear <laughs> or that entrance gear. Yeah. What about the Steiners in their like red, like shiny leather looking uh yeah, leather? Is it pleather? Leather. It's this like is, that. Yeah. This is oh. a really interesting time in the timeline of Scotty Steiner. Like oh, it's yeah. it, yes. the, the old Michigan wrestler yep. is gone and now he's still kind of there though like you know transition such a transition period yes 100 percent. but he is massive now huge and big papa pump-esque is starting to pop its head through with the black goatee and the black hair and like that fu attitude that he walks around with during it the entire time like uh dude he used to be he used to be really good he used to be so 
good in the ring. Like think about like the stuff we've covered the Steiners in WCW and in WWF. Um, and he could move, but just like watching him come out between this ring gear and like, and his look between the hair and the goatee, it's so sleazy. He's, he's thick with two C's, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, well, when we were younger, you know, when we saw him in his WDF days, I always thought of him as the smaller, like yes. Rick was like the bruiser and he was right. like more of the hitman mold, right? Right. Um, where Rick's the anvil. But here he's bigger than Rick, right? He's huge. He's just. Yeah. It's just it's massive. It's the road big pop up pump. Yeah, Roy did. I mean, clearly, but we when we did WrestleMania nine, you can argue that Scott was the best wrestler on that card. Like he <laughs> right. had the the best wrestling ability. He showed off like the most wrestling skill during that entire card. For sure. Yeah, they he's a guy that two, like uh, he's a guy that really like early on should have been pushed more, but he was obviously lacking something. Didn't we we've talked about this on the show before <laughs> where they like someone what wasn't some crazy booking for a Royal Rumble where like they were gonna have yeah. Scott Steiner win the Rumble? I yep. forget which one, but and that's but that just points to how you yeah. know they kind of missed on that. Yeah. They show these two women when the Steiners oh, yeah. are coming down the aisle. And I <laughs> I see one of the mouth big boys. <laughs> it's where the big it's boys, the big play, boys play right yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh they got a drink that, yeah that, oh, well, well, cheers. that was like such a typical like 1997 1998 like 1997 to 2000 wrestling era of like let's find the babes in the crowd and just oh, like zoom absolutely. in on them for like oh, yeah. a good amount of time for as long as we can without being creeps the one on yeah. the left is a total babe. Looked like it could yeah. have been uh, Joey Tribbiani's sister, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Straight out of friends. Sorry. And this match is really like stiff at, at times. Um, so the the whole tag title picture is a shit show. Pardon my uh, language there. Yeah. Who, but, who are the tag team champions the, right now? Outsiders. The outsiders yeah. Correct? And they keep dodging like the number one contenders. There's been like, over the past few months before this, there's been like several number one contenders matches that never even get title shots. Um, the Steiners have won the number one contendership like like three times at least. Jeez. Wow. Like including this uh, spoiler. What's the, the reason? Of, is there a reason like backstage behind keep, it or is uh, it all kayfabe? It's, I guess it's kayfabe. They keep just dodging. And uh, that's they tricked the Steiners into facing these guys. Mm. That that mm. was uh, the whole thing, I guess. Why they're facing these guys? I'm sure it's being blamed on Kevin Nash needing a title. I'm sure that's what's happening. Yeah, a lot of a <laughs> lot of uh, a joke, a lot of <laughs> a lot of belly to belly suplexes. Two, two and, weeks uh, before this, they won the number one contenders match. Really? Two Steiners. weeks before this, yeah. So in theory, they're supposed to face them here. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's so those two, yeah, it seems like calling Nash up to their uh yeah, up to their the, tricks from the start. Yeah. There's some really interesting spots. And like I feel like just the Steiners do the same move sets that they always do, but everything just looks a little stiffer and always, not as smooth. Always with the Steiners. Yeah. It's it, I can't get past the like it, it, what's that Britney Spears video where she's wearing all the all red? Yeah, right? I did it again. Yeah, oops, yeah. No, no, no. Is it no, yeah. no, the all red, like that yeah, looks like they're singlets. Oops, you know, maybe. Oh, it's yeah. No. 
Oops, I did it again. It's the first song, right? Yeah, no, no, it's that. uh, the, it's the first single on the second album. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, that's oops, bro. <laughs> <sighs> oh I yeah, he's right. He's right. Hit me, baby, one more time. So oh, hit me. Yeah. Oops is the one in Mars. Yes. Yeah. Okay, and she's got that red like so. Yes. People who can picture that outfit, and then, we like, should trust the guy that singlets. got us to go to a Britney Spears concert. <laughs> You're no. damn right. No. Okay. Anyway, moving right along. No, 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 stop the podcast. What? That was no, we're not going there. We're not going there. We're not going there. Tell me yes. more. We went to a Britney Spears concert. When it was our first came concert. Out, right. Anyway, first concert. Uh, moving moving <laughs> yeah. right on. So we got a Frankensteiner <laughs> from. She waved to me. She waved to me. I was on no. Nick's shoulders. No, I, you were on Nick's shoulders. Is that yeah. what I just heard? Yeah, and I waved to her, and she waved back. Did you flash her? Did you like lift your no, lift your top? No, I waved. He had the moon breasts out. This is yeah. as, this is as I, believable I as the time that uh, my nipples, yeah. Red Hart pointed at Nick. He did. Give me a thumbs up, man. I didn't expect us to go here. I'm so sorry. I had to stop the entire podcast worked, just to hear about the at, Britney Spears. At Ticketmaster, so I got the, the hookup. Can we yeah, for those general admission seats. Wait, wait, wait. Can we, well, can we circle back to like going, Steiner's baby. camel toe? Yeah. <laughs> oops, 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 he did it again. Yeah. Oops, he did it again. I think it's appropriate that we were talking about uh, Mikey Workrate having the hookup and a big Papa Pump match. Uh, <laughs> who, who, does anybody have a spot they want to talk about in this? Because yeah, I don't want to talk, I want to much talk more about, about this. Uh, Cholo <laughs> yelling at the guy in the Sid shirt outside. Who? Multiple times. What's what's his name? I don't know. Cholo. The great mood is partner. <laughs> the wheels have come off. Thank you, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need to get back on track. We, we've got Frankensteiner from Scott to Muda. And uh, do these things always look like they're ready to kill someone? Yes. Oh, man. Because every, like, is it supposed, I was watching over and over again. I'm like, is it supposed to look like he's about to paralyze a man? <laughs> um, so they connect and they, they, uh, they hit them with the, the doomsday device, DDT. And uh, Muda's partner just watches him as he takes the pin. He's just literally standing he's done. in the he's corner. Like, I'm done like, so, yeah, this is over. Let, he broke up the other pin. He's like, hey, I'm done. I used to call um, all the, that move Frankensteiner's. Because I, I learned that before I learned yeah, Cobra Corona. Uh, same, same here. Yeah, yeah. Hard hitting match. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and give it a one and a half cans in the cool. <laughs> That's a half more than I got. I was <laughs> I was watching this late at night, so maybe this played a role too. But this match started to put me to sleep. So one star. One man. I keep man. saying star. One can Meltzer's in the cool, boy, brother. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the music. I hate the music. The Steiner Line song. It sounds like a Van Hagar cover band, like yeah. that plays at like the worst bar you've ever been to. Who's so I, Van I, Hagar? You know, it's Sammy Hagar's Van Halen. Van Hagar. Oh, oh. Okay. Mike's too busy searching for Britney Spears tickets. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go. I'm down. <laughs> Wait. So, what did you give it? I don't know. I'll give it. I'm gonna give it. I'll be nice. I'll give it a two. Two. All right. No. What? Can I get, tell you what Meltzer gave it? What do you give it? What do you think? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna give better than us. Three and a quarter. Three and a this quarter. quarter. Garbage. I hate yeah. the quarter. There is no such thing as a quarter. Get out yeah. Of here. Come on, man. I like that wrist lock. Quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Michael work rate. What do you give this? Uh, one and a quarter. One and a Jesus quarter. <laughs> Uh, left the ass of the beer. All right, ready. Next up, 
we've got some more international action uh, as uh, you Shivani. Yeah. The, the luchadors are entering and, and he says some more international accent action. And then Heenan yells, wait a minute. We need today. I don't know. That cracked me up. Um, so we've got Hooven to That's Guerrero, a great line. Hector Garza, that. Liz Mark Jr. Uh, and they are facing off against La Parca psychosis yes. and Villano four. Uh-huh. And they're with Sonny Ono. Um, yeah. Some this more in- slaps. Wait a minute. We need Tanay. <laughs> so Hector Garza, right, for the WWE marks. You guys know yeah. who that is, right? Mm-hmm. He's uh, the uncle of Umberto and Angel Garza, who are currently employed. And I don't know what their storyline is because I don't watch Monday Night Raw. Um, I think they're on SmackDown. SmackDown, yeah. And their gimmick know. is the kiss kiss. Los Lotharios or something. You said luchador sounds like a like a pair of tight pants you wear during a bullfight. Heenan says <laughs> they're like Heenan. Uh, Heenan does not take these matches serious. That's one Heenan. He, that's Heenan recycling like old El Matador right. jokes, though. I feel like. yeah. <laughs> Jim, should I let you save Meltzer's rating for this match? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll save save it for okay. the end. I, I thought right. this match is tons of fun. I love it. This. Was. I love Hell I love yeah. Parka too. Dude, this match was like basically what you see in AEW these days, in my opinion. Yeah, I give, like the I give you that. And, I give you that. The trios, it's it's yeah. a classic trios. This Some match. crazy there, spots in this one. There are. Um, and I, I watched this with my my entire family, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is only three people, but um, and they were like diddling around on their devices, and but they all started watching the match like yeah oh oh especially the spot where like five guys miss from the top rope like it's very entertaining and these even guys mrs are, polo was in on this yeah even mrs polo i said to them i was like you guys want to i gotta do my homework you guys want to watch with me and they're like yeah well let's watch and we were drinking champagne not all of us but two of us <laughs> thank god i yeah, thank god you'd be in jail you'd be in jail <laughs> No, let's be like uh, Italy. You know, they let yeah, the kids. Of course, I have a sip. Uh, yeah, my my grandma used to put wine in my sprite. Well, that's yeah. probably how I worked out like this. But yeah. <laughs> but anyway, go back. I, going back to La Parca, I absolutely love La Parca. Yes. And uh, maybe maybe it's a uh, WCW versus NWO video game. Uh, going back, and he Hell was yeah. he was the greatest. Uh, yes, being able to have the the taunt with the the chair and the guitar playing and like Hell Parker yeah. was the man the he came dance down like, with the damn chair yeah like yeah the coolest thing in the world plays it so like it's a guitar you know i really enjoyed the fact that the announcers came out and gave you like a good like introduction history to lucha libre yeah and to like the mexican style mike um, today how the officiating is going to be different and how like it, it's the rules are like if you exit the ring and hit the floor then you don't have to tag in like there were all of these cool like setting this the stage for a good lucha match and mm-hmm. you're right nick you said like you see a lot of this in AEW right now and specifically with you know your triple a guys and and ray phoenix and uh with penta and like those are some of my favorite matches in the world right now i think oh, without a doubt them with the young bucks was my match of the year for 2021 yeah. so like i i really enjoyed this match i think nick you made it, i forget who made the point before i think it was nick or matt maybe it was you uh the jericho ultimo dragon match was like it felt like it was almost like one of the matches you'd see today but not quite but yes yeah. like if this was on tv today you wouldn't even blank like, like oh yeah right sure 
Right. Um, so like you were saying, one of you were saying the, the baby faces hit all the dives, the outside at the same time, looks pretty cool. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, psychosis like nearly kills oh, dude with a sunset flip, uh, yeah, in the corner like backward sunset yeah. flip type power bomb thing. And then, it's but then like, nuts. it's just like another move after another move. And it's like, yeah. it's, it's literally, it's hard to keep up with if you're deciding that you want to take notes during this. <laughs> yeah. Bobby Heenan, even after that, uh, when he, when Hoovy lands super high on his neck, Heenan's like, Oh, he broke his neck. Like yeah, immediately, yeah, yeah. <laughs> immediately. It looks uh, like it. And then immediately says he's got no bones. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did, did anybody take notice of the dusty line here? There was a really good dusty roads line. Was he as, was Mike, as Mike looks at his notes, uh, <laughs> he was discombobulated from the time that he hit the bottom of that apron right there. Uh, how did oh, yeah. he kick out? I don't know. <laughs> that was a really bad Dusty. Sorry. <laughs> I got a Dusty line for the end. <laughs> to, to go back to La Parca, has anyone seen uh, on Instagram the T-shirt that Stash Pages came out with? I ordered it. So you'll did see you? it soon. Nice. <laughs> Uh, it's the greatest shirt ever. It's a Laparka shirt. It's like Laparka with two candles. He's like had his hands over an orb. There's a skull in there. It's like everything I love in this world. It's like wrestling, weird, creepy, gothic shit. Like I'm right. like, yeah, I'm gonna buy this shirt. Like <laughs> that is incredible. I'm trying to look it up real quick, but yeah, I can't find. Oh yes, it is awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna wear it every day on our vacation. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. All right, so to to end things, uh, Volano five. Wait, hang up. on, we got to talk about what? that the huge dive to the outside. Yeah, who does that? Juventude, right? Juventude uses like a, one of the guys as a springboard yes. from like the middle of Dude. the friggin' ring. Oh, he, right. and he launches, and he, yeah, so far. It's and like high, the, and high. yeah, it's insane. He goes so fast and so hard, he like. Uh, hits into La Parca and like continues to roll down the aisle. <laughs> no, it's awesome. It is that that spot is incredible. I these kind of matches I don't take a lot of notes in. It's like this goes. No, back it's to, hard we, to. We talk about this offline a lot. Like the great matches, you're like, well, what is there to say? This match is just awesome. Unless you want to go move by move, and this is like right. one of those kind of matches. I think where it's like I'm just watching the match and really enjoying it. And that Hooventude thing, though, I was like, I have to write something down. Yeah. This is incredible. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, the, this is probably this is my match of part one. <laughs> yeah, um, sure. So, like, like I was saying, it ends with uh, Villano five showing up, pulls twin magic with Villano four, and uh, gets near falls on Garza, and it backfires. He takes the loss uh, with a, a Garza moonsault. Um, again, a lot of fun, just like nonstop action, which I feel like in 1997 was not something that we were. We, especially WWF fans, the four of us, were not used to one bit. No, the Putskis and uh, Brian Christopher weren't doing this for us. Yeah, no, not at all. Light heavyweight, not exactly it. I'm going to go out there, and because of how entertained I was, I'm giving it five out of five. Whoa. Based on on the way I rank matches on the show, I'm giving it five. I uh, I was that entertained. Dusty says at the end, he didn't get him either. He just changed with his uh, same outfitted guy. <laughs> about the twin magic. Yeah. D- wow. Damn it, Dusty. <laughs> that sounds like something your three year old would say to you. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Anybody else want to give it a, a rating? Yeah. Four and a quarter, me. All right. Yeah. I'm going to say, f- I'm, 
in that tour. I'm going to say four only. I love the five. I'm impressed by it, but there's no stakes. So, you know right. what I mean? It's not right. Right. WrestleMania. I don't no, know. You're I, right. I, but I was incredibly entertained. So I don't, yeah. I feel bad giving it a four, but I'm going to stick with it. You just want to go lower than Meltzer. <laughs> whoa, whoa, hold <laughs> on. Let's see. Matt, did you go? Yeah, go, man. No, come back to me. I'm still looking at stash pages right now. Yeah, Meltzer <laughs> gave it this. Mel, Meltzer, 4.25, four and a same, quarter. Yeah, same score as the Jericho match. I am, I'm going with four on this one. I uh, I think there's a WCW discount like immediately. Like this, this match was awesome. I really did love it. And I, I wrote in my notes that 1997 match and and the crowd for that matter was, was not appreciating this match. But 2022, Matt, is really super into it. Oh, yeah, so, doubt. Uh, I'm going, I'm going four. I'm not willing to go to four and a half and four and a quarter is bogus. So four. Well, I thought, I just thought like going into this match, I was like, Oh Christ, what am I going to be watching right now? And like, I thought it was going to, I didn't think it was going to be what I watched at all. So it was like, you know, expecting to eat a shit sandwich and then <laughs> tasting like filet mignon. Like that makes no sense. That, that, that comparison, but you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a great comparison. <laughs> so Anyway, yeah, WWF gave us the little person versions right. of these matches yeah. at the same uh, time, pretty much, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, right. right, they did. Yeah, mini like, Vader yeah. and mini Goldust. Yeah, yeah. and even <laughs> with the trio stuff, it was like, oh, oh, let's make it funny. All right, Vince. All right. So, oh, it's funny because they bit Sonny on the ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know he was laughing. Oh, without a doubt. Oh God. Um, all right, so this, I'm sorry, as much as I gave that match a five out of five, this match that we're coming up on, I texted you guys so many times, like, please watch this match and just be entertained because we've got uh, Chris Benoit facing off against the Taskmaster. Uh, he's with Jacqueline and Jimmy Hart. It's a no DQ retirement match. Um, it's this match is just bonkers. There's just so much going on in this match. Um, Kevin Sullivan with Jacqueline. Jacqueline's in like this leopard jumpsuit from head to toe. Jimmy Hart looks like a pimp. He's got a black <laughs> suit on and a lime green button down underneath. It's just, it's really strange to see him not in like, you know, some crazy airbrushed suit. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Chris Benoit, who's real young at the time. Um, They're fighting. Uh, Benoit, um, Sullivan, and Jackie are fighting on the way down, foreshadowing. They're like yeah. fighting the, the entire match, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Um, these two have been feuding for, for over a year at this point, actually. Oh, wow. um, and they brawl right from the start. Uh, and Jackie gets involved, and, and she's whipping, whipping uh, Benoit. Well, K- into and the K- Fab, yeah. K Fab. Uh, Benoit uh, steals his wife. Oh, wow. And in real life. Yes. Yes. Yeah. In real life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Nancy, in real Nancy life. Benoit. Oh, man. Um, woman in. Uh, right. She did, was that woman. Pre- did that happen previous to this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So Benoit is with her now at the time. Um, so, so they go back and forth. The action goes right out to the outside of the ring. And, uh, it's just crazy to see how fast Jacqueline gets involved. Um, she is like a firecracker. She does yeah. not stop. Um, but my favorite spot is when uh, Benoit 
responds by like launching her private parts first into Sullivan. Yes, <laughs> like, I have literally, that like her legs are spread wide open. After and kicks boom, her there. Yeah. It's it's just crazy. And she can go, man. Hell yeah. She can really go. Talk about like someone who came over to WWF and like just did it for maybe a little bit more name and, and but she should have stayed in WCW if she could have. Yeah, this match, she really, you really see what she can do in this match. She's and honest- this is, yeah, this is what like a no DQ match should be when yeah. you have like an, a, a manager or something like that. Right. They can get involved. Like you should be getting involved throughout the match. Yes. And they're not just immediate, standing immediately there watching. involved. Yeah. Too, yeah. Especially if it's a no DQ retirement match. Like yeah. otherwise, what's the point in them being exactly? There? I didn't know what to expect going into this match, but I was like shockingly entertained by it. Like, right? I was like, whoa! I, I was like, I, I couldn't believe it. I, like Kevin, every time I see Kevin Sullivan's name, I'm like, uh, I know, right? And I'm like, oh my god, this was this is incredible. Just the way that they're like the way that Jackie's getting involved is so crazy. He like tossed, she gets tossed around by both of these guys <laughs> yeah. during this match, and she keeps coming. Yeah, Tenacity so they go. They, was the they word go, I came up with. Yeah, a very good word to describe mm-hmm. it. They go up the aisle to the entrance, and uh, you know, you got the sand, you got the the surfboards, and everything. You got a lifeguard chair, and they're uh, Sullivan's just hitting Benoit with with the surfboards. Um, then, like out of nowhere, oh, he takes a beach chair and hits him with that, which is just bizarre because it's just a few poles and then then you've got you've got jimmy hart and he goes and climbs the lifeguard chair right what's he doing like what (laughs) i'm sitting there and i'm thinking is jimmy hart about to take a bump right now because i've never seen him take this type of bump I, i thought the exact same thing you know um and then, then the best part about it is, is Benoit just like runs over to the lifeguard chair, and Jimmy Hart is at the top of this thing, and and he tosses it, shoves it over, and Jimmy Hart goes missing in action. I have no clue where he is. Into some tents, <laughs> yeah, into some tents, and I I don't know if that was supposed to happen. Yeah, I was surprised to see him surface later. Like I was like, oh, there goes Jimmy Hart. That's the end of him. Yeah. All right, so they work their way back towards the ring, uh, and again, every time that. They're in this aisle, and Benoit starts to gain an advantage. Jimmy Hart and, and Jacqueline come back firing, and it's it's really entertaining. Um, all right. Anybody have anything else? Any I, action? Because I got a few more things. But earlier, earlier in the uh, in the episode, I I made the joke around Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield. Right. That actually happened oh, yeah. just yeah. two weeks before. Um, uh, and it was June 28th, 97. This is taking place on July 13th. Yep. And Sullivan starts biting Benoit on the ribs. And yeah, which after, is a weird spot. It looks very looks weird. Really spot. strange. Uh, <laughs> but it makes sense from a, you know, don't. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't, don't listen to anybody that's kayfabe only. It makes sense that he's able to shove his face into his ribs and just yell out spots and do what he needs right. to do. Uh, but Benoit comes back and responds by biting. Sullivan's ear and uh-huh. I thought it was really like poignant yeah, that- and really time sensitive like I thought that was really well done and I was surprised that the announcers didn't make a larger deal out of it Agreed. yeah no I I feel like if that was WWF they would have been all over that no the only thing they say is Heenan says uh he really is the the Wolverine and that was yeah. like that was really it 
WWF would have made a point to say it, but it would have been like six years later and yeah. uh, made yeah, a really true. bad Tyson joke. <laughs> so again, this is a uh, no DQ um, retirement match. So you've got uh, the Crippler cross face is applied by Benoit onto Sullivan. He doesn't want to give up. He doesn't want to retire. The ref has to do the whole uh, raise the arm spot and uh, Sullivan's alive at, at three. And uh, this is where like he no sells some chops. This They go stiff on each mm -hmm. other right now. They are hitting each other really hard. Uh, you could almost tell that they probably don't really like each other in real life um, for reasons that we spoke about. Um, and like they're almost really trying to give Sullivan like this like face turn almost um the commentators are are talking about the heart of of kevin sullivan and it's just it's weird considering he's the heel in the match i mean I, I took it i took it as them like right out right out the gate like the announcers start selling it like sullivan is has no chance in the match right. like talking about how he's got a great career and blah 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 and and it even continues during the match when they're trying to hype him up as like like you just said, hyping him up almost like he's a baby face, but it feels like it's this show of respect send off to, uh, yeah, to the Booker Man, yeah, the Booker Man, yeah, exactly. the Booker Man, yeah. Oh man, all right. So, uh, this match comes to an end when uh, Jacqueline gets in there, she's got her chair, it's like a wooden chair. Um, and Sullivan wants to use it, but she gets pissed at him for no reason because she's been doing that the entire match and she breaks it over his head. Benoit hits the headbutt and ends Sullivan's career. Um, I thought this match was a lot of fun. And then the ending was like, wait, wait, what? That chair, that chair blows up though. That was, kind oh, of it does. It does. But it's like, I don't know. It's just a, an odd ending. I feel um, like it should have ended in the cross face. Yes, maybe. I like, agree. Right. Yeah. More, instead of that, more respect to uh, yeah, Sullivan. Yeah. If he goes unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. Then Jacqueline coming in and breaking this wooden chair <laughs> over his head. Um, but hey, it was a lot of fun. Anybody want to go? I, I went first last time. So, uh, Mike, why don't you go first? I'll give it uh, four stars. Cans. Nice. Uh, you're a star guy too. No. Yeah. I like a moon breast. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a four guy, four palmetto bushes or whatever they're throwing each other into in this, this yeah. match. Uh, I I give it the same score as the previous match because this is very different from the previous one, but it's, yes. it's just as much fun, I think. And it's Kamala really is. is disappointed. It's it's like the other <laughs> side of wrestling, you know? It's like just the bonkers, you know? Yeah. Jimmy Hart up in a lifeguard's chair and all kinds of weapons. And it it it, it totally exceeded my expectations. We, we didn't talk about Jimmy Hart at the end here. Oh yeah, he yeah he starts uh, does the classic. He's basically disappointed. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the same script as the Macho Man ho uh, Warrior right, retirement right. match, right? Where yep. like you know Sherry berates Randy at the end, and yeah, you know, the crowd wants to see what it gets to see eventually. Matt, so, I'll let you go next. So I know I've been ripping into Mike's quarter stars, but. I wrote it down in my notes that I hate the quarter star rating here, but it feels fitting to give this one four and a quarter stars. Uh, I, I, I think that the ability to watch the diving headbutt to finish this match, knowing what we know sucks uh, and seeing how Benoit deliver that move just is, is like off-putting. Um, 
So I'm taking away a quarter star from that one. And I just, I, I enjoyed the match. Uh, Jackie yelling, nobody messes with me as she runs off was like, all right, that, that, yeah. that's where we're going. Okay, <laughs> yeah. cool. But the, the match itself, like you said, fighting through the beach, um, the beach setting in the background and the, and the set was really awesome. You still have Raven and Stevie Richards at ringside. Yeah. Uh, at one point you get a classic 90s kid in the crowd with a Do- Daytona Beach um, Tommy Hilfiger shirt on and <laughs> bowl cut. Yes. Um, so this this was like prime 97 right here, and uh, I really enjoyed it. So I'm going. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be uh, talking out of both sides of my mouth. I'm gonna be a hypocrite. Yeah, and I'm going quarter guy. Quarter. I'm gonna give Dance. it four and a half because I texted you guys multiple times about how I can't wait for you to watch this. Yeah, and uh, just you know Jimmy Hart and Jackie. Their involvement in this match gives it raises it a bunch for me because sure. they can go and they add that extra involvement. So four and a half. All right, that concludes part one of Bash at the Beach 1997. Next week we're going to be back with part two and the second half. So uh, before we leave you Hope guys, you enjoyed it, Bash Brothers. <laughs> Matt's Matt's going to give us some quick. Extra credit, top three. Wait, one what? one second. One thing we didn't mention the entire night, front row, Vladimir Jace. You know something? Yeah, I saw him. <laughs> Very skinny tank top. Yeah, he's not quite Vladimir. Oh. Yeah. There's also the like NXT Hulk Hogan guy in the crowd, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's much younger at this point, obviously, as we are uh, many years removed from this one. But uh He's still wearing the same tie-dye shirt. He still has the same blonde mullet. I hope he's listening to yeah. our show right now. And, <laughs> he's hopping uh, up and down. Join our Discord, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get say, some extra credit. The Extra Cooler Show is a proud member of the Pod Foundation. The Pod Foundation is a partnership between ourselves, the Chick Foley Show, Turnbuckle Tavern, and Coming Down the Aisle. We are committed to bringing wrestling fans everywhere the best content possible and sharing our love for all things professional wrestling. Be sure to follow at Pod Foundation on Instagram and Twitter to interact with us and stay up to date on all of our shows. We are back for some extra credit with our extra cooler top three. The extra cooler top three spotlights our top stories from the week that was in pro wrestling brought to you by Chalkline. Chalkline brings you our favorite officially licensed WWE apparel on jackets, shorts, and more over at chalk-line.com. And the Pod Foundation will save you 10% when you enter PF10 at checkout like I did this past week for my dudes with attitudes Shawn Michaels ring shorts, which I am wearing Hell now. Yeah. I'm super pumped on them. They are super sweet. I really dig them. My wife asked me today as I was wearing them on the couch, she looks over and she goes, are, 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 are you going to wear those in public? Like, yeah, why not? <laughs> so I'm excited to just uh, go out in public with her for the first time. My, Hell uh, yeah. Where it's got dudes with attitudes written across my ass. <laughs> I love it. All right. So we've got some quick hit top three this week. Let's start with some honorable mention. It's it's sad to say our goodbyes to Dave Hebner and Tim White's uh, both have passed away this week. Some unfortunate referee deaths uh, this this week. So definitely uh, it's 
it's cool to see them revisited. Um, even Mike just before said, you know, Dave Hebner had such an awesome, um, you know, entrance into the wrestling world with the, with the plastic surgery angle and the two twin referees, um, (laughs) and Andre. So that was really cool. And Tim white was Andre's handler forever. So some connections to Andre, the giant here this week and super bummer to, to see it, but it was really cool to relive some of those memories, especially as you have wrestlers tweeting and putting out cool, fun stories, um, about both of these guys and Tim white in particular. In our second honorable mention this week, man, the intrigue continues to grow with Sasha Banks as a second time now we are hearing a rumor that she has been released from the company uh, outside of this. It it feels like there's a lot of these scenarios where we just have to sit back, wait, and enjoy the ride. And uh, this is certainly one of them. But let's move in to... Everybody wants to be the first one to say there. Mm-hmm. She gets released. So I don't, I don't know. I don't buy it yet. Let's move into our top three. And story number three this week, we have the Young Bucks are your new AEW tag team champions, which is your first two-time championship here for the tag titles. We got the turn of Christian on Jungle Boy and what was supposed to be this three-way ladder match turned out to be a fun two-on-two ladder match. Uh, Of course, the Young Bucks were throwing their spots everywhere, and it was certainly an entertaining match on Dynamite last week. Um, As we grow closer to Forbidden Door, we have some new tag team champions. Um, I'm interested to see where they go, and now that they've pivoted away from... um, you know, where we feel like the story was. So I think there's a lot of fun, interesting stories to tell back in the tag team, um, tag team world of AEW. Um, but we are going to have the go home episode of dynamite right before forbidden door this upcoming weekend. And we currently have six matches already booked, including the all Atlantic championship, but it feels like there's still so much more to tell here. And I don't even know what to expect and how this card gets rounded out. Cause we're used to AEW pay-per-views with at least nine matches, right? And oh, we're yeah. sitting here with six. So I think a lot They're will happen coming. on um, dynamite. And although we record earlier, um, I'm interested to see what happens this week. Let's move into story number two, which was SmackDown from this past week. Man, the way that they kicked off the show with Riddle in the ring and the way things were happening, I felt like he actually had a shot at beating Roman Reigns during this match. And unfortunately, that did not happen. And then we get some Brock Lesnar music. He has returned. And here we go again, fellas. We are set for Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar to headline a stadium show at SummerSlam. (laughs) Number number what? What is this? Number what? Nine, I think. Nine? Whoa. Yeah, I think I saw that somewhere. I'm sure it was supposed to be Orton. Sure. Definitely. And and Cody. But, you know, like, but... In case of emergency, break rock glass. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah. I think I saw something that um, Paul Heyman tweeted that this may be a last man standing match, which would add some intrigue to it. But 
it also leads you up to a <laughs> the, the, the face that Nick just made. Uh, As I said, it added some intrigue. Uh, maybe it's the tequila speaking non-verbally to me from that yeah, side. I, but um, this sets up for a potential money in the bank cash in if you've got a last man standing match. And that's yeah. where my brain kind of goes. But I said to uh, I said to, to Sheena, uh, she said because they're going to SummerSlam because it's right. In, in in their new area and uh i said to her imagine you get to see rollins cash in again Ooh. on those two she was at 31 wrestlemania yeah. 31 for right. the heist of the century so and, uh you know it'll be we, interesting we still have a couple of uh guys to fill out that card and girls to fill out that card for um the money in the bank matches but as we spoke about last week it's certainly shaping up to be a star studded field and it feels like they need it man Although uh, I think I don't want to go down this money in the bank tangent. We'll cover it next week as it'll be our go home before um, money in the bank, but it always bums me out. I hope that they use this as a platform to catapult and create new people into the main event scene, as opposed to, um, you know, hook, hook, hook in the hitch in the wagon. Is that the, the uh, correct expression here? Hitching the wagon to an old top star yeah. again. Um they need to make some stars. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. What, what now? Of, couldn't they have saved Riddle for SummerSlam instead so, of putting him on SmackDown? I know that was a good match, but like, or they yeah. want to save that for down the road. Yeah. I, yeah. I think we're um, going to have more to talk about next week when things enough. kind of settle itself out with the card. hundred you know percent I mean? agree. And if obviously they needed to interject Brock into this yes. uh, as fast as possible. So let's throw together a, uh, title match let's get roman out on television and uh let's bring in the animal the beast incarnate yeah <laughs> roll them out again baby you said it best in case of emergency yeah, like, break, break <laughs> but you know what class. like with this this at least at least they're doing it now so they can kind of build somewhat of a story rather than like dropping it on us you know oh but it is at the end of july sorry um i keep forgetting summer slams early this year um but at least they're trying to build something a little early give us some time rather than like you know two weeks before the pay-per-view i, I don't know i'm trying to find oh, that's something really there. early yeah, yeah it's very early it's always year. like third week of august yeah well they had to throw in that stadium show in cardiff so you've got a whole nother stadium show i mean they were supposed to work three this <laughs> summer and they're just giving us now two and moving money in the bank in in two weeks to yeah. the arena which i think is probably for the best <laughs> after all of these injuries oh, and all of uh you know being ravaged like they have been so all right let's do it let's 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 try to swallow the deep pill here and uh story number one man this vince mcmahon's shit is wild huh <laughs> i think what makes it so crazy is the fact that he's popping up on smackdown and raw like it just shows like how he's like you know what i'm still gonna go out here and i'm gonna make us money because people are gonna want to see what i do when i come out on tv my my exact feelings man like there is not one person in that house and when they pan and it's it's very purposeful they show mcmahon the sound hits or the the music hits and yep. they pan to the crowd right away. Everybody's and singing. There's a meme single now. person 
in the crowd is cheering and screaming along no chance in hell it, it, it feels like it's this bulletproof yeah bravado walk down to the ring oh that he's God. given us for generate for multiple generations now and just seeing this for decades yeah. and him coming out and being this cocky son of a bitch of like yeah go ahead go except ahead. i can't handle looking at him he's look like he's just been embalmed like his he's got yeah. so much makeup on his face like it's it's very uncomfortable to me and it really rubs me the wrong way that it, like it takes him to be like whatever he's i'm not even sure what what's going on with behind the scenes but like he has to have his back against the wall for him to like wake up and perk up and like like right try and make something interesting again because let's face it it's not interesting like so like oh now that right. you know the odds are against me and the you know like everyone's out to get me now i'm gonna show up and like right let's, let's get to work like come on man and yeah. it's it, it's annoying i'm i'm tired of his shit so it, it it's something that like I'm sitting here and trying to plan out our top three. And how do you even, I don't even know how to talk about this subject. Like, I feel like you have to have either a lawyer on and a super expert that could tell you kind of the business side of what this means. Cause you know, everyone's talking about how this whole scandal here and investigation is, you know, the biggest threat to um, Vince McMahon since the steroid trial. And yep. Uh, he's officially stepped down from his CEO duties, but he's keeping all of his creative, creative. which (laughs) essentially is a, yeah, you guys, fuck you guys figure it out. And you know, when you're ready, I'll still be right here doing what I do every single day. And they card in Stephanie, which, you know, let's fingers crossed. Let's hope that this is, you know, into the future. Right. Like, right. Supposedly talent was very happy that she's now in that role is what some of the things I was reading. Again, who the hell knows what's true. Smelling salts for the WWE. Yeah. (laughs) But it always takes something like, you know, they have to have their backs against the wall. Yeah, exactly. And you see all of the the fun memes that are going around. The Mortal Kombat Nick Khan one is just (laughs) incredible. And then after Vince literally hopped off the ring steps uh, yesterday on SmackDown, or excuse me, on Raw, you have this (laughs) amazing fun beams that are just happening of yeah. putting Vince and this like almost MJ Michael Jordan style jump <laughs> in all these fun scenarios and the internet is is yeah. always undefeated I think I even saw Matt Cardona post one of those yes <laughs> yes Cardona's in his uh in his near his pool in his uh like lounge chair and Vince is jumping off the diving board oh, uh, they did that incredible. whole PBR scene and Vince is in the middle of the PBR scene like th- there's so many good ones I-, I think our buddy Justin at the wrestling classic posted a whole bunch of them so go check out that and uh man it's it's one of those scenarios we talked about it with or I touched on it with with Sasha this feels like one of those scenarios that you just have to sit back and I was going to say enjoy the ride, but just see how it plays out. I don't know if this is necessarily going to be enjoyable, but certainly, um, you know, something that we just have to sit back and check it all out. So man, Vince, I hope it doesn't end like this. That's all I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Nick, that's enough for our top three. Why don't you take us home? All right. As I said, we are going to be covering bash at the beach part two, 1997 next week. Uh, I'm really pumped because shit's about to get wild. We got Dennis Rodman and, and Hogan rounding out the NWO on top of some other 
really weird stuff. Yeah, the uh, second half is kind of right in our wheelhouse. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Mongo. That's for sure. Mongo. Yeah. 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 Mongo. Get ready for Mongo to kick things off next week. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, can't wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. As usual, follow us on Instagram at Extra Cooler uh, and over on Twitter at Extra Cooler Show. And uh, join our Discord, man. See you next week. Yeah. Later. Goodbye. See ya. Oh, that looks like Viano 5, who we saw debut last week on Nitro. Referee did not see him coming in the ring. Where's the got, leg drop? He's he, got him. He's a fresh man. One, two. No, he didn't get him either. He just changed. He changed with his uh, same outfitted guy. What an One, advantage for the two. team with the fresh man in the ring and another two count. Nobody eats beefaroni on a boat, man. That's a problem. <laughs> Right, so, uh, right, so, uh, what's in the cooler? Oh, <laughs> just blew my mind. The rhino, the rhino's on you. Extra credit. Support, 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 support side heater. Extra credit. Nasty, nasty. Oh.